Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi line on the DraftKings Network. We say hello to our friends on the DK Network. Also, you can view us on Zumo Play, Roku, and Samsung TV+. Plus. Femi and Bebefe out here in Las Vegas. Michael Lombardi in the great state of New Jersey. And Michael, this is the penultimate Saturday of the college football regular season. This is when it starts to get real here for college football uh, we will get into a lot of the college football fun here but obviously what was we'll that word you just used penultimate penul- it means wow. the, 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 the second to last <laughs> you wow, like that one <laughs> that's that's impressive yeah i mean <laughs> wow that's good yeah i like it welcome yeah i didn't know that awesome not, good job femi not quite an sat word but still you know it's you know we're dabbling a little bit <laughs> you know we're yeah uh, i don't know how i i don't remember how i sc- scored on my verbal on the sat but uh we don't need to get into all of that stuff but how are you mm-hmm. doing on this saturday morning I am well. I'm doing well. I I think it's uh, one of those days where, you know, I'm excited. You know, I'm still surprised that Washington's a dog at Oregon State, understanding that Corvallis is a tough place to play. I'm surprised Arizona's a favorite at home against Utah, you know, because Arizona has not fielded well against them. And, you know, the borough news kind of hit and like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. But, yeah, I can believe it happened. And, uh, you know, the NFL just continues. Continues to trek on and the Pittsburgh Steelers are truly like, you know, it's like in grade school, you learn these tales about, you know, the, the, the turtle and the, ha- the, the tortoise and the hare, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's the one who just keeps methodically going along, maybe not flashy, maybe not, you know, making the analytical community happy, but just winning games. And that's your Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Yeah, that is your Pittsburgh Steelers right now who find themselves in the advantageous situation being what it is with the quarterback injuries in the AFC North. Let's set the table, though, first before we get into that news because we will begin the show talking about that because I want to get your reaction to the news that broke yesterday with Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. But coming up, we have three guests on the program, as always. In 15 minutes, our buddy Tim Murray, host of the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast, also host of VEASAN Primetime, will be joining us to give out his college football card. I'm looking at the rundown right now. Tim has seven plays on the rundown or six plays rather on the rundown so uh it'll be a lot of fun to get into that with tim will also get his thoughts on washington at oregon state then in 45 minutes chris sims the analyst for nbc nfl analyst obviously played in the national football league michael you know him very well we'll discuss all the happenings in the national football league can the Bengals kind of right the ship with joe burrow done for the remainder of the season we'll ask chris sims about that 45 minutes from now and then in hour number two 11 30 eastern 8 30 pacific matt humans host of vcent tonight and the co-host of the vcent college football betting podcast will join us with his usual card in the nfl and college football that'll be two segments in studio with our buddy matt humans but michael let's get to it though joe burrow done for the remainder of the season with a torn ligament in his right wrist the last pass that he threw this season a touchdown pass to joe mixon that took the lead in the game thursday night against the baltimore ravens but you saw that shot when the camera panned to burrow on the sidelines and he couldn't grip the football and the, you could just see the frustration on his face to where uh oh this isn't good and then we get the news the next day that it's even worse than what we imagined burrow done for the year yeah, and I think, you know, I went back and watched the Houston game to think that, you know, everybody's talking about this cast he was wearing when he got off the airplane. And if you look early in the game, Orlando Brown gets pushed back into Burrow. And, you know, it looks like he ca- his hand gets caught between Orlando Brown's body and, and, you know, his body. And he walks off the field and he shakes his wrist, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, well, did he get hurt there? But then he played the entire game and had no problem. I mean, he had no problem, played the entire game and had no issue at all. So I don't know if that was the case. He threw the ball in pregame. I didn't see him get hit on any drive, you know, but obviously this is a devastating loss for for Cincinnati. When I wrote my column yesterday morning, Femi, there was no uh, there was there was no word out on him yet, and, and I wrote it as if the the Bengals were basically done, whether he came back or not, because their defense their defense is not good, and you know they've had the changes at safety. They lost Von Bell, they lost Bates. You know they didn't they didn't have Hubbard last the other night. Hendrickson's playing hurt. They're just not the same team defensively that they were. They were relying on turnovers. They were giving up a ton of yards, and they were relying on making plays in the secondary, which hasn't manifested itself. So to me, I I think that's been the challenge. You know, as as good as Burrow is. And I think where they are offensively, I think Zach T- Zach Taylor has to kind of look and say, you know, maybe I need to, maybe I need to change what I'm doing. Yeah, no, that's a big look in the mirror situation for the Cincinnati Bengals and big news, obviously, with the Bengals losing Burrow, but also a big impact in the betting market. I mean, we saw their odds shift drastically with this news that Joe Burrow no longer going to be the starting quarterback due to injury to win the AFC North. They went from 25 to one, which obviously was a long shot to begin with at five and five. Now, 45 to one to win the AFC, 14 to one became 50 to one. And then to win the Super Bowl, 30 to one became 100 to one, pretty much putting Bengals in the territory of it ain't going to happen. 
uh, for Cincinnati this year in 2023. And Burrow, to your point, because everyone's been talking about the compression sleeve on the right wrist as he was uh, getting off of the plane. I know there was a photo that was since deleted by the Cincinnati Bengals. A little bit weird, but they, they deleted it. And then also for the viewing audience right now, they're seeing the video, this from a local news reporter, of Burrow uh, getting off of the team bus and trying to pick up his luggage and using his left hand and not the right hand because of the uh, bandage or the uh, the compression sleeve on the right wrist there. And Burrow said that yesterday that, hey, this was an injury that happened Thursday night. It had nothing to do with any sort of previous injury but the brace or whatever. And they said that they, this was all a new injury. Burrow wasn't on the injury report. We'll get into that a little bit here. But I want to play this clip, though, Michael, from head coach Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, because this was his reaction to the news and kind of what happened with the injury when it happened and where they can go going forward yesterday when he addressed the media. Obviously, it's it's you know it's it's tough to see your starting quarterback, who's as good as Joe Burrow is, go down. That that's that's tough. But um, was proud of the way the guys responded and proud of the way that they've they've carried themselves today. And I think this this obviously this this longer weekend comes at a good time for us to chance to regroup and get healthy and um, come back next week and get ready to attack Pittsburgh. And so I, I've really liked what I've seen from these guys. Again, we've got a lot of talent on this roster, and uh, this season's far from over. And I'm excited to see how the guys respond next week. So Zach Taylor says all the right things there, Michael. But mm-hmm. is is the season far from over, or is it actually just over for Cincinnati? Well, I, I think, look, they're going to, I mean, what he's saying is just, he's not giving himself any excuses and he's got faith in Browning that he can come in and execute the offense. I mean, the last drive of the game, they got 70 yards of their 270 that they got in the game. They got six first downs on that last drive when the game was essentially over. Uh, you know, the problem is to me with Cincy is the issue that Burrow has masked and Chase and Higgins have masked is that they, they are so one dimensional in terms of they have to rely on Burrow making great throws throws they don't really they don't run the ball effectively right they don't mix and run the ball the other night more by they had to they don't really change up what they do offensively in terms of you know they're in shotgun quite a bit I mean this is a team that's 31st in the league in rush and rushing attempts and now you've got a young quarterback who you're going to have to change that over and by the way they're 31st in yards in terms of rushing. Now, you know me, I'm not a big believer that you run the ball to score points, but you run the ball to control the game. And the issue for the Bengals have been all year. They can't stop the run and they can't run the football. They're just not physical enough in the trenches. Maybe that's because the last two seasons, which we tend to forget a little bit about, they've played a lot of games, right? I learned this at the Patriots. You know, when you're playing deep into the playoffs, you kind of get worn down a little bit. Now, the Chiefs and the Eagles do a great job of of being able to manage it, but some teams can't, and they've lost key components to their team. This is not the same team. They'll be a tough out. I'm not saying they're going to not play hard, but obviously when you were 31st in the league in rushing, you're saying to your quarterback, you got to make plays to help us win. And I think that's going to put a lot of pressure on Browning to do that. And I'm not sure he's capable of doing that from what I've seen so far. Yeah, Jake Browning will now be the starting quarterback going forward. And Jake Browning, near and dear to my heart as a Washington Husky, uh, having watched his whole college career there. Browning, uh, he's he's accurate, but not the strongest arms. And that's probably putting it kindly there. So uh, they'll have to kind of work around that. But he came in and kudos to him. Like he, he was battling. He was scrambling around there, making some plays and a nice touchdown pass to Jamar Chase as well. But it's going to be uphill climbing for the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals. But when you take... Well, at least of, he brings experience. I mean, does. the guy started, what? He started a how million. many games? I mean, <laughs> A million games. 
gazillion games. In the, I mean, he's a little bit like Sam Ellinger, right? I mean, maybe he's better, but they're a lot alike. They're a guy that's, you know, he's six foot two. He's not as big as you would hope he would be. Yeah. You know, doesn't have the most powerful arm, but he does know how to play the position. Look, they decided to go with him and they, and they, you know, they, they let Brendan Allen walk away in free agency and they feel comfortable with him. Yeah, I think from the AFC North kind of picture here, because you look at the division, the, the betting market will tell you that it's all, all but done. The Ravens are going to win the division. They're minus 300 now at DraftKings to win the North. Pittsburgh is right behind them at plus 380. The Browns plus 475. This Brown-Steelers game all of a sudden becomes very, very high leverage to who can kind of be that team to challenge the Baltimore Ravens here. But for Pittsburgh, I mean, we talked about how they kind of are just the tortoise or the, 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 they're the tortoise in this race to where they just stay the course and here they are. Now they're going to face backup quarterbacks this weekend and next weekend as well on the road in games that they thought they might lose. Now it's an advantageous situation to where we could be talking about the eight and three Pittsburgh Steelers in a couple weeks here, Michael. Well, and you know, it's the funny thing, Femi, and you and I both know this, right? It, whether If the starters would have started in the game, the game would have been ugly. And just because the backups are playing isn't going to make the like it isn't going to be like the Steelers go out there and dominate twenty seven to three. It'll be an ugly game, yep. and it'll come down to the fourth quarter. It'll be just the way they like it there, you know, in Pittsburgh. That's just what they like. They like that ugly, you know. We're going to grind it out. Now the last two weeks they have run the football very effectively, three hundred seventy five yards rushing the last two weeks. Do you think they can run the ball on the Browns? I don't. Yeah, I don't really think so. That's going to be one ugly football game. It'll be Dorian Thompson Robinson at quarterback for the. Cleveland Browns will talk about that game as well as the rest of the AFC North. Mark Andrews, also a big loss for the Baltimore Ravens. We don't want to forget about that as well. But coming up next, we'll get to college football with our buddy Tim Murray joining us here on Lombardi Line. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. With so many games on the board, there's no better time to put the VEASAN experts to work for you. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get access to our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, plus betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access. Sign up today and get your first 30 days for only $19 to see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to sign up now. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line on the DraftKings Network. Femi Abebefe here in downtown Las Vegas. Michael Lombardi in the great state of New Jersey. And joining us right now, as he always does each and every Saturday, get this, Michael, the penultimate Saturday of the college football regular season. <laughs> it's our buddy Tim Murray, host of VEASAN Primetime, which you can check out Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 Eastern Time. Also host of the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcast. Tim, you have a lot of plays today. I do want to start with a game that's not on your card right yeah. now. Obviously, it's the big game in Corvallis playoff implication Heisman implications net, like it's everything is on the line yep. here as Washington Huskies right now a dog still against Oregon State here no best bet for you on this one but how do you kind of see this do you have a lean side or total with Washington taking on Oregon State yeah no best bet because uh preseason when uh we were doing the podcast and putting out our, our win total bets uh my favorite play was Oregon State over eight wins uh and that closed eight and a half and uh, that's where we sit right now, right? They're eight and two. Uh, <laughs> surprising that they lose to, to Washington State, but uh, I guess you catch Washington State at the right time early in the year. Uh, so it, it sort of is a best bet. I do like Oregon State here. Uh, obviously, you know, it's it's funny. It's it's been a popular play on on Vsin, but you know you you look everywhere else, and I don't think it's as popular. But uh, so fascinated by this game, guys, on a multitude of fronts, and we'll just start with the home field advantage. You know, no game should be solely handicapped based off of hey, this team's really good at home. But man, is Oregon State good at home since 2021, guys? They are 16 and one ATS. Wow. That is insane. Wow. 16 to one against the spread 16 to one straight up. The only loss coming last year to USC, the only non cover coming earlier this year to San Diego state when they were laying 24 and they won by 17. I love this game because it's contrasting styles. Washington wants to throw the ball. Oregon State's secondary, as we saw against Washington State earlier this year, can be a little bit leaky. And Oregon State wants to run the ball with uh, with their cast uh, in the in the backfield. Uh, so I, I do think Oregon State ultimately gets the win here. But look, I've doubted Washington a couple times already. This year, I thought they would uh, get tripped up by USC. They were able to win that game. Obviously, I think Oregon State is a superior team than the Trojans. But, uh, you know, Washington State has has answered the bell a lot. But, you know, this is, man, this has been a gauntlet for these for Washington. The the Pac-12 is 
is loaded and uh, week after week they're being tested right last week they have to play utah wasn't that long ago they're hosting oregon uh they had that flu flu bug excuse me where uh they they almost tripped up against arizona state so you know washington's kind of been going through it here uh since that oregon game so i I think ultimately they they meet the uh they hit an l today uh, I do like Oregon State here uh, in this spot. Not an official play on the website uh, because you have to scroll a little bit further down uh, and see my over eight wins. So uh, it is a, technically a play for me. I'm rolling with the Beavers. You know, I, I want to stay in the Pac-12 for a second. Yeah. I, I was surprised that when I looked at Monday and I saw that Arizona, which has, you know, beat Oregon State at home 27 to 24 uh, in the first of November, the beginning of the month or the end of October. And, you know, Utah, they, they, they play Utah today and they're a favorite against Utah. And that kind of surprised me. I mean, I know Arizona's played really well. But that surprised me, Tim, and it surprises me that it isn't more a popular pick. Is Utah faded that much for you? Not as much, uh, Michael. I mean, look, uh, Kyle Whittingham has has done really a remarkable job this year when you think about the hand he's been dealt. Utah's not a team that recruits on the elite level. Uh, and when you lose a you know six-year senior quarterback at Cam Rising really the whole entire season and uh, you know Brent Keithy, their tight end, uh, they've done an incredible job keeping this thing together. Uh, you saw last week uh, the the ability to to keep that close. They ultimately get the the cover, albeit fortunate. You know, needing a needing a, a Washington player to drop the ball at the two yard line on a pick six, and then uh, getting a blocked field goal. But uh, I, I don't have a play on this one. Uh, you know, my my initial lean was Arizona. Noah Fafita has has really set stepped in and and done an, uh, a a really incredible job uh, for Jaden Delora, who went out with injury. Uh, you look at the numbers that we're showing for those watching uh, this Arizona team. You know, the market has has been slow to figure them out. You know, Jed Fish. I think Michael, we've talked about this where you know he'll probably on some be on some short lists this week for some for this year. Excuse me for some bigger jobs, but. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a play for me. It was a, a, a slight lean to Arizona, but uh, I'm going to sit back and, and watch this one. Uh, I, I do think, you know, similar to uh, you know what we saw last week with Washington, right? Utah uh, has now what I think back-to-back weeks. You know, they took out USC, and then uh, now uh, they have this. You know, then they lose on the road to Oregon. So another situation where how much is left in the gas tank for this Utah team? Yeah. So. Uh, uh, really, really big game here uh, for for the Utes. Uh, curious to see how they uh, how they respond. Uh, you know, I, I messed up on the on the schedule. There it was USC, Oregon, then they had the Arizona State just domination, and then you know losing on the road to Washington. So uh, no play for me on this one. But yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, Michael. Where this you know opened uh, around a pick and uh, moved a little bit towards the Wildcats. We're speaking with Tim Murray, host of VEASAN Primetime and the VEASAN College Well Bidding Podcast. All right, Tim, let's get to your best bets. Uh, we'll start in the SEC, Florida at Missouri. Yeah. Mizzou, big performance last week after a lot of people did not like them in that spot. They go ahead and run away from Tennessee. Now they're laying 11 over at DraftKings against the Gators, total 57. Uh, what's the play in this one for you? 
Yeah, this is a hold your nose special here. Um, I'm rolling with the Florida Gators here, uh, catching the points. Uh, look, I, I was dead wrong. Uh, I was one of those dopes on Tennessee last week. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes you sit back, you're like, well, I'm wrong uh, because Cody Schrader might still be scoring touchdowns against that Tennessee defense. Missouri uh, deserves all the credit in the world uh, for, for how they've played so far this year. Eli Drinkowitz going out, getting Kirby Moore, offensive coordinator from Fresno State. And that is, uh, has really, you know, made things uh, pop there uh, in Columbia. And it was no fluke, I think, that they were competitive just a couple weeks ago against Georgia. But, uh, you know, you beat Georgia, or excuse me, you lose to Georgia, competitive game between the hedges. You come back home, you destroy Tennessee and now you got to play Florida and I'm just wondering if the market's gone a little bit too far right you close as a two-point home underdog to Tennessee and now you're laying north of double digits against Florida a Florida team that is certainly not great uh, and uh, I think they'll be feisty though Billy Napier uh, as Matt humans like to call him Sunbelt Billy uh, it's not <laughs> a guy that he, he likes to trust all that much but uh, overall if you go back to his days in the Sunbelt and now to Florida 19 and 8 ATS Yes, uh, is uh, old Sunbelt Billy. So uh, you saw it last week. They didn't get the cover, but they were fighting until the end against LSU. Uh, there'll probably be a lot of points today in Columbia. Uh, I'm going to hope that uh, Florida scores enough of them. I'm going to take the 11, 11 and a half that are out there on the Gators. USF and Texas Tech, both five and five, playing for bowl eligibility, essentially, right? They got to oh, yeah. get that sixth win, you know, and, and Texas Tech, after a, you know, a, a great win against the backup quarterback at Kansas last week and beating TCU, put themselves in this position. But you're going to roll with the Red Raiders here and taking a minus two and a half, huh? Yeah, I loved UCF last week, Michael. Uh, great spot for them, right? Taking on Oklahoma State after they had won Bedlam, and they, poof, man, they pummeled uh, Oklahoma State. Outgained them 592 to 277 in the rain, forced a bunch of turnovers. Uh, really two good running backs uh, in this game. R.J. Harvey for UCF, five straight 100-yard games, had over 200 yards last week for the Knights. And then for the Red Raiders, uh, Taj Brooks over 100 yards in three straight games, seven of eight so far this year. You know, it's been a bit of a disappointing season for Texas Tech. Uh, this was a team that, uh, you know, a lot of people that I talked to preseason guys thought, hey, they could they could potentially contend for the Big 12. Obviously, that's not the case. They're five and five, as is UCF. But, you know, I do look at, you know, bowl eligibility as a motivating factor for some teams. And, you know, for Texas Tech, obviously, Joey McGuire, their head coach in year two is never going to come out and say, hey, guys, we can't win next week at Texas, so we really need to win this week. But I do think there's going to be a little extra oomph there from the Red Raiders in Lubbock. So uh, I will lay the short two and a half with the Red Raiders at home against the Knights. Bull eligibility was definitely a factor for Washington State last night. If you watched that game against Colorado, uh, Tim, yeah, maybe they <laughs> should have done that against Stanford two weeks ago. Yeah, then they don't yeah. be bowl eligible. Uh, we got about forty seconds left, Tim. What do you like <laughs> in Purdue Northwestern? Uh, I don't know if I like it as much now. I think I'm seeing the threes all get scooped up. But uh, the reason I was on the Purple Cats, I mean, this open two, Northwestern minus two guys, uh, it flipped to uh, Purdue minus three. So I took the three. Uh, I do like Northwestern still under three. If you could find a three, obviously that would be the way I would roll here. But Northwestern, what a great story it has been. Uh, David Braun gets the full-time job. And uh, wow, I uh, didn't see the market. It has completely flipped back to Northwestern as the favorite. Man, that is moving Unbelievable. four points overnight, guys. So uh, let's go Purple Cats. Hopefully yeah. you get it done. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Love quite, it. quite the turnaround for this Northwestern team after the way this thing started out in the summertime. He is Great Tim Murray. VEASAN Primetime, VEASAN College Ball Betting Podcast. Make sure you check out all of his work there. Tim, best of luck with the bets, man. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Awesome stuff there from Tim. We'll get to the college football headlines and the marquee games when we come back. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abbafe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. DK NBA deals are just absolutely out of this world and you can go ahead and change your life in an instant but no matter how the action unfolds you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back this new customers this week new customers $100 instantly in bonus bets $150 if you bet just five bucks on basketball download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VEASAN the crown is yours all you gotta do is just bet $5 you can get $150 instantly there so just excellent stuff from DraftKings Sportsbook this is the Lombardi line on the DraftKings network Femi Bebfe alongside Michael Lombardi here on this college football Saturday. We'll talk some more college football in just a little bit here, but joining us now, you see him on NBC's Football Night in America each and every week. He's an NFL analyst for the Peacock. It's the one and only Chris Sims joining us here on the Lombardi line. Chris, we appreciate the time as always. Obviously, Thursday night, the big news there, Joe Burrow suffers the season-ending injury, but for Baltimore, they also suffered an injury as well. Very impactful. Mark Andrews out for the foreseeable future with the ankle injury how do you think this Andrews injury changes the way the Ravens play offense going forward well I don't know if it'll change a whole lot with how they play it's just that they're going to have to find other avenues here to figure out uh how how to attack this a little bit um you know the, the big thing I look at here with Mark Andrews is you know he's off the run game play action Lamar's comfortable with him Right. So he's always looking for him over the middle of the field. Isaiah likely is a good pass catching target. You know, Mark Andrews is a good blocker, not a great blocker, but I don't think the offense is going to change schematically or anything like that. Not at this point. No, but they have other weapons and other avenues. I think that's the good thing about Baltimore. I don't know if Mike agrees as compared to years past, but with Bateman being healthy, Zay flowers, you know, if the O line can stay healthy and Ronnie Stanley get back, they got plenty of other ways where they can beat you on the offensive side of the ball. Sorry about that phone ring there. Yeah, Christopher, I I definitely agree with you there. I think they're running the ball, to me, as much as they did last year. They're 31st in passing attempts, yet they're more explosive, right? They're ninth or 10th in the league in yards per pass per play. And so they're making more explosive plays when they do choose to throw it. So I'm with you. I mean, I think a lot of it is the Ravens are high on likely. I'm not sure Lamar trusts likely like he did Andrews. Now he's going to have to. But let's shift up to Buffalo, right? I watch Buffalo yeah. on tape. I see a team offensively that just runs plays. I, I've yet to – and even yeah. when, when Brian was there, they've really never run an offense. They don't set anything up. They're just, Josh, you take the game over. And I know that, that, that Dorsey paid a price for this, but how do you feel when you watch this Buffalo offense? Well, you, you, you know, those are some of my lines right there. I call their offense, you know, a Rolodex offense. That's what, you know, it's, oh, oh, we're under the center for two plays. And then, okay, what are we doing here? What are we setting up? And then we're in the shotgun for the next 10 plays. And it's just, oh, I like this play. I like that play. I'm with you. I don't really understand. There's no sequencing in the play calling. You know, how we know with some of the great play callers in the sport, but so talk about Shanahan. He gives you a little bit of this. He gives you a little bit of this. And then it looks like this, and all of a sudden it's that, right? There's no, there is no flow or setting up of anything in the offense. It's all on 17. 
That's the problem there. They know that too. The players know that their defense isn't as dominant as years past. You know, their offense is not as creative as it was with Dayball. Dayball at least had moving parts, motions, and he gave you things to think about. I feel like they're a little stagnant. Of course, they can't run the ball on a consistent basis. I know they did it a little last week, but everybody runs on Denver. We know that, so I'm not ready to write home and go, oh, man, they're going to start being a good running team up in Buffalo. And, and then you add on top of, hey, Stephon Diggs, we know, is a really good wide receiver. He's awesome. Is he top five superstar receiver in football right now? Not for my money, he's not. He's top 10-ish if you want to get into that. But the problem after that, Mike, and I think you agree with this, is what else is there? Who else scares you on their offense, right? So there's no scheme that scares a defense where they go, ooh, we got to do this and stop this scheme. And then on top of that, it's what player scares you? What player makes you double team or change something in a big big situation? And I don't think they have that. And that's what, what bothers me about Buffalo more than anything. And do you think the Jets can exploit it? I mean, I agree with you. I think Buffalo's a below-average talent team with a great quarterback. That's the way I see Buffalo. Right. I've seen Buffalo that way. Yeah. But he covers up so much of it. I mean, look, let's face it, 45 of the 60 wins he's had in the NFL have been by seven or more points. And really, their offense has never been dominating. I mean, their defense has given up 33 points in the last three playoff games. And nobody wants to talk about that. But that's yeah, the reality of it. Four. Yeah, right, right. I, 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 I agree with you. They, they gave, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. No, but I wanted to ask you, you know, because I know you, you, you're, you're, you know the Jets really well. Do you think the Jets, who are horrendous offensively, 32nd in the league in third down, 32nd in red zone, I mean, they're horrible in every category, even though Salah says Wilson's playing really good. You know, do you think they can take advantage of them? I do think they can take advantage of them. Yeah, I do. I mean, their talent level is way above the Buffalo Bills, like you talked about, it's one of the most talented defenses in football, right? And because there's no setting up, and then the one thing you can exploit the, the Jets with a little bit is a dominating run game. Well, the Bills don't have that, right? They're, they're, the Jets, with how they play their Seattle three and their coverages there, they're very sound. It's hard to expose them, right? And then the one thing that, you know, this is where I, I wonder with the Jets, because they can be a little aggressive and crazy, but I meant to say this when we talked about with Josh Allen about Josh Allen too. The game plan for everybody's the same every week when they play Buffalo. It's don't let him out of the pocket and don't let him throw fifty yard bombs. If he doesn't do that, what else is going to beat you? That that's really what it comes right. down to. And the Jets have figured that out last year, and they make him impatient, and of course then he forces the football. But you're right, Mike. I think the whole thing is, you know, can their offense do enough? to just get a few more points than Josh Allen. I do think they can muck it up and make it an ugly football game, you know, 16, 13, 17, 14. I think they're capable of that, but I don't trust their offense to your, to your point. That, that's what really scares me. We're speaking with Chris Sims here, former NFL quarterback, now analyst at NBC Sports. You can see him on Football Night in America before Sunday Night Football. You know, it's interesting hearing you guys talk about that. The betting market just is does not want to quit the Buffalo Bills. This has gone from seven to now seven and a half in some sports, some uh, some spots here. So it's like apparently there's still the Bills love out there, despite what we've seen offensively. Chris, I want to talk about the game that you guys will have tomorrow night, though. The Vikings at the Broncos. It's two and a half right now is the line total 42 and a half. How do you see this kind of playing out? Both of these teams kind of surging over the last month or so no question uh, you know I, I said a few weeks ago you know the Vikings to me were bet they're better this year than they were last year I had more faith in them this year especially before Kirk Cousins got hurt 
of winning a playoff game than I did last year. Last year, it was just smoke and mirrors. This year, there's there's something to it a little bit. I mean, we know the offense is good, but Brian Flores has changed the defense, the creativity, the aggressiveness, the never letting a quarterback feel comfortable really about what coverage is this? I don't know. There's a bunch of people standing here and now they're playing this coverage. These guys are blitzing. These guys are dropping. So he really, he makes you think as a quarterback and an offensive coordinator, Flores. I love that about him. Uh, Denver is definitely surging. I mean, you know, I think, Mike, well, you would agree. I mean, De- Denver, Sean Payton's rewired the robot of Russell Wilson. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you know, you watch that game on Monday night and Russell's at the line of scrimmage. I mean, you know, he's checking the different plays, making sure everybody's on the same page. I haven't ever seen Russell Wilson in control of an offense to that degree. So between that and then Vance Joseph simplifying things on the defensive side of the ball where they're not trying to just do everything in the playbook. Uh, they've become better uh, on the defense and, and really honestly at home, that type of game, I think Sean Payton will have a good plan for the Brian Flores defense. I'd be shocked if they don't. And as much as I love this Dobbs story and all that for me to totally buy into it, I still, I need a little more information another week or two before I'm buying into the Vikings and, making some big time run here with Josh Dobbs. Yeah, I agree. And Dobbs has beaten people with his feet more than anything. I mean, yeah. he's rushed for 144 yards the last two weeks. So that's really been the biggest issue. I, I, we only have a minute left. Talk about Houston. What you saw with Kyler Murray and with CJ Stroud last week and what you think of that game? Well, you know, I love CJ Stroud. I love him. I really do. CJ Stroud was my favorite guy coming out. And, you know, I mean, it, he's, he's proven me right here. He's amazing in the pocket. It's not only the talent he has. I mean, he's unbelievably accurate and can throw the 100-mile-per-hour fastball and paint corners with it, right? It's the nuanced plays, too, Mike, that, that amazes me. Knows where to go with his hot. You know, doesn't take sacks. Oh, I'm looking downfield trying to be aggressive. The pocket's closing, and he knows where to dump it off and, you know, get, get out of trouble that way or not take the sack and get the ball out of his hand that way. So that's where I'm so impressed with C.J. Stroud. Houston's a handful. Their offense is damn good with how Bobby Slowick has uh, you know, organized that. They, they play through the run and the play-action pass. Kyler Murray, I was amazed with how he looked last week. I mean, basically less than a year to come out and kind of control the ball and see the field the way he did and make a few plays, and they even dropped a few passes. Uh, I think this is a, 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 a quiet sleeper like upset game and you got to watch out here arizona could pull the off to upset but i like houston there it is the cardinals right now six point underdogs he is chris sims check out all his great analysis over at nbc you'll see him on football night in america tomorrow night before vikings at the broncos chris we appreciate the time be well thank you guys awesome we'll start the hour with the nfl news and notes here on the other side This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
style. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our VSEN.com slash picks page, sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSEN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI and see which VSEN expert has the hot hand. For VSEN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access, become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Sign up today for only $19 for your first month at VSEN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi line on the DraftKings Network. Femi Abebefe, Michael Lombardi here on a college football Saturday. Matt Humans will be joining us in studio in the next segment with his college football and NFL card. Matt Humans, uh, our proud Purdue Boilermaker here at the network. Also, speaking of Purdue, uh, Tim Murray did have Northwestern plus three. Uh, the, one of the reasons for the line movement here, Michael, the reason is that Purdue quarterback Hudson Card and one of their linebackers will not be playing in this game. So that's why you see Northwestern go from plus three to now Northwestern laying two two and a half depending on where you do your shopping so uh, just a little bit of injury news in college football mm-hmm. they don't have uh, as structured an injury report as the NFL obviously so just want to let folks know about that stuff thank you to our listeners for uh, letting us know about why we saw the massive line move this morning but uh, let's get into though the Lombardi look ahead here Michael and we'll start off with the game that you want no part of and this one is in the NFC East yeah well, I mean, last week I went I, on Russo. I wanted no part of the Atlanta Arizona game, and like an idiot, I took Arizona Atlanta uh, because it kind of we you know when we go back and forth, you, I don't take teams he takes and all that. So, and that was a mistake. They got seventy yards passing. That was a poor calculation on my part. So I deserve what I get. But this game, there's no way you're getting me to touch this. I my question to you, Femi is how in the hell can a team be a nine or a nine and a half point favorite against another team that they only scored seven points on in the last game? And let me add one more thing. This is a team that was one for 15 on third down against the team that's the nine and a half point dog. I mean, I, it makes no sense to me at all. Like, it makes sense that the Giants are terrible, right? It does. That makes perfect sense. They're not very good. You know, they're, they, 
you know, I don't care what Dayball says that Tommy DeVito gives us the best chance to play, to win. The team's not buying that, right? The mm-hmm. team's not buying that. We as fans and betters, we don't understand that when the coach stands in front of the team and tries to con the team into believing the quarterback can win for him, unless that quarterback delivers, nothing happens. I mean, Kevin O'Connell had no idea what Josh Dobbs, Joshua Dobbs was going to do. Now they actually they believe in him, right? Yep. They believe in him. Sean Payton's gotten the team to back to believe in Russell Wilson again, okay? There's no belief in Tommy DeVito. Let's put clear here. There's no belief in Mac Jones up in New England. So, like, how is this eight? I mean, there's some nine and a half this morning when I was going through my notes. And so there's no way I would take Washington. Ron Rivera is a favorite. No chance, right? No way. They haven't been a favorite. I, I think it's probably, as Uncle Junior said, they haven't been a favorite since M- Moses wore short pants. I mean, this much of a favorite for Washington? Are you kidding me? So I don't want Washington. I don't, I don't want – I definitely don't want New York. So you don't cue want Tommy? up Daryl, cue up John. I mean, just sing it, baby, because there's no way. <laughs> so Giants Commanders, the official Hollow Notes play of week number 11. Uh, I can't go for that. No, 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 no can do. Tom, I mean, Tommy no DeVito. Do. Tommy DeVito's wide. Can you do it? Favorite. Now, let me it. see you, Mr. Four, I, I four Game it. Watcher. Are you doing it? <laughs> no, not, I wouldn't do it with your money, Michael. I can't, I can't yeah. do it. I'm not doing it. There's no way. I'm not like, doing it. I mean, I, 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 I mean, look, I know bookmakers and pro people that do this for a living. They play numbers, right? That's what they do. They play numbers. But at some point, you've got to play the game too, right? Like, I get like I get you want to play a certain number. I get playing Carolina and ten and a half, that number against Dallas. And there's circumstances that go into it. You're not saying Carolina's gonna win. You're just saying I like that number based on power rank. I get that. But this one, with this one, this number, I don't know how you take it. There's no way. I'm, I'm not trusting Ron Rivera as a favorite. No. I mean, remember the opening game against the Cardinals where the, everybody was holding on to their breath? For survival, you know, people I, were holding on. I, I mean, the last, game, the last game had 18 punts. There were 28 possessions in the last game. One fumble, one interception, two missed field goals, three touchdowns, two at the end, and two in the end of the half and the end of the game. I mean, that's what you got. And you want and you want somebody to be better than nine, eight, more than a touchdown? I, I, I can't do no, it. Not, not a chance. And you mentioned that game against the Cardinals. I believe they closed a seven-point favorite in that game there. And like you said, like it was hold on to your butts time. They needed some fumbles from Josh Dobbs yeah. to go ahead and win that football game just to win, not even to cover, to win the game. And now they're laying – some people took the 10 with DeVito. Uh, to them, I say, I get the number play and all that stuff. God bless you. Good luck. But if yeah, you did me, that, is, if you did that, let me just give you something else here. The Josh Giants this year offensively, you know, where I got criticized for the disease of me, the Giants this year offensively, with everybody's happy and everybody's paid, right? Yep. They average 0.9 in the first quarter. But they come back in the second quarter like vengeance, and they average 3.3 points. And then in the third quarter, after some halftime adjustments, they go up to 3.7. And then they finish strong, and they average 3.9. Like, I mean, they can't score against anybody. I I, I saw Aaron Schwartz say this. Shot say this. Yep. I, I don't know DVOA that well. I look at it. I don't understand it, but I look at it and I see how we power ranks teams. He said that this is the the Giants are the thirteenth worst team, according to his data, 
through 10 games going back to 1981. I mean, now that I mean, that's compelling. And then when I looked at it, I said, okay, well, what about like, let's see what what's the EPA expected points, all that stuff. I mean, Tyrod Taylor was the best player. He played in this game the last time they threw for 250 yards, but he got hurt. Now, who's replacing the 250? Taylor's 27th in EPA. Daniel Jones was 40th, slightly ahead of Tommy DeVito, who's 42nd. I think the the defense rests its case, Your Honor. <laughs> I think it's 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 a it's a bad situation for Big Blue, but uh, you're going to get Giants fans once again in your mentions here. So we got to move on to another game here, Michael. They're going to say that you're the biggest Giant hater of them all. Uh, I am. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> you should get a T-shirt. I hate the New York Giants. Uh, let's get That's to the. That's so unfair. <laughs> let's get to. I Why does the truth hurt so much? I, Why does it hurt so people much? Are, but people well, are I've been right man. about them for five years. Yeah. Nobody wants to admit that. I agree with you. But pe- people, you know how they get with their teams. It's like it's like a kid, you know? It's like, don't pick on my child. That's how they feel about their team. So you, they think that you're picking on their, on their child, even though their child uh, is the worst student in the class. Let's get to the, uh, the line of the week here in the NFC North. That's the Bears and the Lions. Well, I, and I wrote this in there. And when I was talking about NFL games, the book rarely puts a bad number up, right? It looks like on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday they might have put a bad number up, but typically they never do. Like, they power write the game, you know, and every week Millie says to me, how do they know it's so close? I said, I have no idea, right? But they put, they put 10, and this line came storming down to 7.5. And, and I think I've given that stat out before where, you know, when the line moves 2.5 or 3 points away from a team to another team, that team is 48, 97, and 3. Like, it doesn't always signal it's the right move. It's the right move. So this line, to me, seems fishy. They're, everybody's on the Bears. Fields comes back. Now, the last time they played in Detroit, the last time they played in Detroit, let me give you some facts on that. You know, they got beat 41 to 10. Fields rushed for 200. He had 10, 10 carries for 132 yards and 75 yards passing. The line was six in that game. Okay. And when you go over all the Bears numbers, now this is the healthiest they'll be all year. They've been really good, and they, they're really good at playing run defense right now, the Bears. There's no question. But can they move the football? Can they play well enough up front? I, I mean, I thought, 10 and, I thought 10 was a great number to take the Bears. I don't know if I take it at 7.5. I really don't. Will you? No, I wouldn't. I think the juice has left that orange. Like, like we, we, we squeezed it all out there. I think, like, to, to me, I, I went ahead and played one of your classic toolbox uses, uh, the, the, the teaser. We went ahead and teased Detroit down to one and a half here in this game because, like, I think that Detroit, they, like, I, I want them to, just to bet them to win the game, essentially. So that's how I sort of play this game. Like, like the fields bump, I get it. But yeah, like, fields is back. There's a lot of excitement. Like, I like fields. So people think that maybe Detroit, uh, Chicago can be competitive in this game. But seven and a half, I think that's a little bit too light of a number but also don't you like really fields you, you just said you like you like fields okay how you're a better how can you like fields let me just give you some numbers fields he's five you know he is his numbers against the spread are horrendous i think he's 521 and one against the spread I mean, like, you can't, as a betting man, as a man that represents a betting network, you have to be anti Justin Fields. He never wins for you. It would be like me saying, hey, I'm, a, I'm all in on Mac Jones. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, they probably should have won last week, the Patriots, but I guess should have, could have, would have. Uh, I mean, Fields covered as a dog and won outright in, in our great uh, nation's capital of Washington. So uh, maybe that's more of a Rivera number than a, <laughs> than a Justin Fields number there. That's why I won't take Washington. That's why I won't take Washington as an eight and a half point favorite. <laughs> it all circles back to the nation's capital and what's going on over there with the Washington Commanders. But uh, Matt Humans will join us. And we'll find out who he's taking in the NFL and also in the college football next year on the Lombardi line. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 